Thanks again for joining us here in the CTO studio. I am your host, Nikolai Walker. Today, I am joined in studio by Daniel Hindi, who is the CTO of BuildFire. And I'd like to start out by asking him a very direct question, which is, what is it really about organically when you break down helping people? Isn't it really about helping the little guy? Uh, you know that that was the 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 mission initially is is to you know help the little guy. We, we've uh, and and again I completely understand. I stand on the shoulders of giants before me. They've done this for web. That they, they've done this for cloud computing. That, that you create a system to let the little guy have a fighting chance. And uh, so when we go into small medium sized businesses, uh, and you say you can't compete with these giants in the mobile space. Um, you know, that's why we created Build Fires. We came in and we said that that can't be true. We know it wasn't true for, you know, hosting your servers and, and, and from that abstract infrastructure sense. We know that's not true for websites in, you know, in the 90s and how that became more of a commodity and, and democratized the Internet for everyone. Uh, and mobile apps, just it just made sense and nobody was really putting a dent in it uh, the way we wanted to. So my partners and I just sought out and said, this is not easy. That's the first thing I had to explain to my partners is that it's not easy. It's doable, though. It's doable. And if we're willing to commit to this, we can really make an effort that will help so many be able to compete in this extremely competitive marketplace. But I feel like you took on a business where is this doable is a question that's got to be asked every quarter. <laughs> is this still doable? Because you're subjecting yourself to all these rules and changing terms of service. And so just for everybody out there, Build Fire is a brilliant way to low code a mobile app, right? Correct. So for people with no technical skills, they can use our intuitive interface to build an iOS and Android app. Uh, and if they wanted a PWA, they can get one out of, uh, out of the platform as well, just using the visual tools that we have now. We basically tell people, if you can navigate Facebook, you can build a mobile app. And for those who are technical, we have an open source SDK that allows you to build on top of it so you can make your application do anything that you want it to do in JavaScript. So that was another question we had when we were building this technology is uh, – Every language has a fit. We saw that with Ruby. We see it with Node.js. And we see. So, what we wanted to do is, is try to gather as many people in a common language as possible. And what we found was if you're doing uh, Windows applications, you know a little bit of JavaScript. If you're doing websites, obviously, you know some JavaScript. If you do mobile, the other language you probably dabbled with is a little bit of JavaScript. And we, we noticed everybody knows their major language, whether that's JavaScript or not, plus JavaScript. And so we said, okay, let's just do it in JavaScript. So if we can get a bit technical in as much as you're comfortable with sharing, um, do you so, – so I'm just going to pretend like I understand your system and you tell me where I'm wrong. So you have a sandbox that people can install in their phone. It's native. And then you just run JavaScript inside of that sandbox so people can then, with all kinds of plugins and everything they want, have a mobile app. Uh, in the app store as quickly as possible. <laughs> correct, correct. Uh, so basically what it is is we, we provide you an IDE um, that uh, you can you can choose to use our, our IDE or you can use any visual code or whatever you want, Adam. And you write code in, in JavaScript to manipulate native components. Now, 
Uh, we only do that when it's absolutely necessary. So if you're thinking about I'm building a registration form, does that matter that it's actually written in Swift uh, or Java or that part? Not so much. Access to low-level uh, device functionality like your Bluetooth, um, iBeacon, your contact list, uh, things like that, you want it to be more native when you're dealing with your camera as well. And so as much as HTML5 has introduced so many uh, lower-level access to the device, and the next versions will just naturally become more and more powerful, we're bridging that gap with our platform. And uh, with uh, the components that we have, our MBAS layer, Things like uh, user registration, authentication, SSO, OAuth2, uh, SAML, uh, these these run-of-the-mill, they're, they're sometimes complex, but everybody needs to do that. How many times do you have to do a username password reset before you say, can I just deal with a CAN system? Well, BuildFire provides that uh, to you. doesn't mandate it, though. We allow people to, to choose what components they want to use, from push notifications, analytics, um, CMS, databases, uh, SQL databases, NoSQL databases, search engines. We provide all this to our developers, and we even allow you to create um, uh, plugins to add to our marketplace, and we don't charge you anything. We don't, the, your, the tr credit card transaction that happens from our customer goes directly to the developer uh, because we want our developers to thrive in this community. And so having that open source layer uh, that allows the, you know, the, the open source community to come in, contribute, and actually make some money um, has been very beneficial for us, for you know, the developer community to contribute to this system. So, so it's not, in the end, when a customer launches an app built by, built by BuildFire, they have their own app their own ipa and apk it is yours and that then gets submitted to the app store for as a real app correct and we help you navigate those waters uh, the infamous uh, apple approval process uh, is uh, somewhat difficult uh, to to navigate those waters sometimes and because we've done thousands of apps uh, we can help you navigate those waters. And actually, we've built a system that allows the automation of uh, much of it so that uh, you don't have to deal with the nuances of how to set that up. But we, we take care of all that for you. So you have an app in the App Store and you have an IPA that, that you own. Is that the same as Ionic? So Ionic is a platform that's built on top of a technology called Cordova. And both of us share that same thing. We're both built on top of Cordova. And Ionic is a wonderful system. It's great, but it's heavily geared towards the, the technical crowd. If you're not a developer, you probably can't deal with Ionic. And so Ionic and I and BuildFire had almost the same birth year, I, I think. Um, and they heavily geared their platform around developers and making it easier for developers. It's a beautiful system. It's highly popular. I mean, if, if it's, it's great for anybody who hasn't checked it out, oh, please do. What, what we wanted to do is also alleviate the burden from the developer to constantly maintain these minutia parts of an app. Uh, so one of, one of the, the issues is making sure that you're agile in the marketplace. So if, if you have an update to an app, I can't go through three, four weeks to wait for another sprint to start 
and then for it to be QA'd and, and pushed out just because it's Black Friday and I want some deal on, on my phone, uh, on my mobile app. And so what we've done is we created a highly robust content management system that every developer automatically inherits. So when you uh, add text to your um, form or whatever screen that you're developing, that's configurable. So that if the business owner ever wanted to make a change, they can go and change it without calling you. If they, if you have a hero image on top or a carousel, you just wanted to change images. I don't need a developer and a QA cycle to go through it. I can just upload a few images. I'm done. And it allows your development team, if, if you brought this in-house, your own development team to focus on what matters and not deal with these minutiae tasks that every backlog is riddled with that the business is constantly saying, well, it's just this, you know, the, the, the infamous, it's just, right? Uh, anytime and, and every, uh, all my partners and CEOs that I've ever dealt with uh, always know, if you come to me and you say, isn't it just, you know what my response always is? Great, then you can do it. It's just that, right? <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my uh, litmus test is if you're starting to do sound effects, I'm out. <laughs> if you're like oh and the user will just go and then they will just no then i'm that like, is Dude, so we're true we're done that we're is done. so true uh, um, i i have a follow-up to that i say where did i where did i put my magic wand <laughs> i have it somewhere <laughs> so so it almost sounds so i am a cto and i'm thinking this is a no-brainer why why aren't we all doing this well uh it depends on your problem Right. Uh, I always say uh, a hammer is a great tool, but it's horrible if you're trying to screw in a screw. Uh, so you need the right tool for the right problem. And uh, what is our platform not good for? If you're dealing with developing the next Angry Birds, um, you probably want to go as low level as possible. If you're dealing with augmented reality, you probably want to go as low level as possible. If you're dealing with workflow, process, um, user engagement, uh, and, and there's a lot of data-driven activity, um, which is the vast majority of all the apps out there from Yelps to Facebook and so on, then it's just a, a delivery mechanism uh, amongst others. Now, uh, that, that entails multiple levels on every uh, engineering team. So, for example, if you go to buildfire.com, uh, the, the, the engineers that built the platform, do you think built the marketing site? No. We just had that in WordPress, right? But why? We're more than capable of doing it. Yeah, that's bringing a machete to cut a tomato. It's, it's way overkill. And so we, we find with uh, large companies, uh, uh, the, the Fortune 500s, Fortune 100s, the large companies, they have an engineering staff. But no matter how many they have, there's always underserved departments. Let's say, I feel like the stepchild of, uh, of this company, I can't get the attention of the engineers. And you'll find big names that come to us and say, yes, we have engineers. I've even asked, I've been on phone calls, and I say, you have more engineers than I do. Well, why are you calling me? Uh, and they say, well, yes, but they're busy dealing with our core product. I'm the HR department trying to deal with an internal app. Or, you know, I have to make it to South by Southwest. I only have two months. Can you make it happen? And so on. And what about, I'm just realizing now I can have my kids just build little build middle mobile apps, right? My son actually has, has done that with, uh, 
with the wonderful environment that we're living in now and all the remote schooling that's, uh, that's sort of the effect of what we're living through, uh, I'm careful not to say the name of what we're talking about because then you get flagged and, and so on. <laughs> but yeah, my, my son built an education app uh, that basically uh, you grab one of our, our uh, features and it's a little shooting game, I uh, think Galica. Um, so yeah, he's, he's built that and uh, that's actually, I started to try to get him to, to learn a quick uh, snap mathematics, you know, three plus one, you don't really have to do that math in your head after a while, just like snap words. And he's seven, by the way, so just to give you context. Uh, but he wanted to constantly challenge himself. And uh, so he kept on adding to it, adding it, adding to it. And he added, you know, flashcards. He's added uh, biology questions, science questions. It's, it's been wonderful to see him do that. It's incredible, brother. I'm... I am I am nothing but humbled and impressed, brother, with, with that accomplishment. That's huge. And I know you guys are, are a significant company, so I, I think um, something to be proud of, man. So is the, just to put a bow on this, uh, the best way for me to visualize this is if I have Cordova as a layer, instead of something like Ionic, you have the build fire a sort of obfuscation of that layer, and then you have a WYSIWYG plus the API plus open source to build on top of that. Correct. So uh, all you wouldn't know that we use Cordova at all. So with Ionic, you're still sort of dealing with installing a plugin. This is an older version. We take care of all of that for you. So we give you all the beauty of Cordova with none of the headache. We take care of all of that behind the scenes. So again, most of our developers don't even know we're built on top. And so e-commerce, you know, purchasing, subscription management, all that stuff handled through you guys? Correct. So all the run-of-the-mill functionality from uh, social engagements, e-commerce, integration with Shopify even, um, we have that built in. It's just a plug-in. Think of it as a screen that you just add on and you say this is e-commerce. And then it says, okay, well... Would you like a grid layout, a two-column layout, a three-column layout? How, how would you like to, to lay it out? And this is all already pre-built. But the vast majority of our plugins are open source. So you can actually go to GitHub and say, you know what? I love the five designs that they give me, but I just want it to be slightly different. It's under, it's under an MIT license where you can actually take that plugin make some slight modifications to it, redeploy it either privately to yourself or even redeploy it in the marketplace and sell it, and you, where it's completely royalty-free, it's all MIT licensed, we just want everybody to have the best app possible, and you don't have to start from scratch. If we, if we build something and you just want to tweak it just a little bit, move a button around or add a feature, do whatever level of engagement you want, it's all on GitHub. Just go to, buildfire, uh, go to github.com forward slash buildfire, and you'll see all the, uh, the plugins readily available for you. You can download it. Rename it, reskin it, do whatever you want with it, resubmit it to your app, and it could be private or public, whichever way you want. Thank you again for joining us here in the CTO studio, and thank you to Daniel Hindi, who is the CTO of BuildFire. 
He's also on the Forbes Tech Council. More recently, he started a YouTube channel called Cogent Step to help build the relationship between founders and their technology people. So my suggestions for you are the following. One, subscribe to uh, Cogent Step in YouTube. Two, go check out Build Fire at buildfire.com. Also check out 7CTOs.com. And we will see you again next time with another interview from Mr. Daniel Hindi.